With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 16 years in business this week. I saw Steve tweeting about that earlier this week. We certainly appreciate their partnership here at KGYM and Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com making the drive to Cedar Rapids. And Rob, I this is a big one tonight. I know we'll have a lot of fans who are enjoying hearing our next guest with us. I remember what I was doing on my 21st birthday, Tristan, and it certainly wasn't talking to a bunch of yahoos on the radio, but uh, Tristan Wirfs, the pride of Mount Vernon with us, getting ready for the NFL draft. Thank you for taking the time to join us tonight, Tristan, and, and happy birthday. How are things going today on the big 21st? Oh, you know, things are going pretty good. Me and my roommate have been hanging out. Um, we're going to hit up the, the Iowa-Ohio State duel later tonight. Um, yeah, it's been just been kicking it today. Tristan, what is your next few months going to look like as you get ready for the NFL draft? Um, I think the next couple months for me, um, just training. You know, I'm training here in Iowa City with Coach Doyle. Um, you know, trying to get my body right. You know, the best I can for you know if, if I get the opportunity to go to the combine and um, you know just prepare as much as I can for the for the draft in April. Hey, Tristan, it's Rob. We haven't talked to you since out in San Diego um, when you still hadn't announced your decision yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, how tough of a decision was it, and what was the process like for you? You know, this was, uh, you know, I say this, this decision was as tough as, as the wrestling decision in high school. You know, it was so it was so back and forth. Um, you know, there there'd be days where I felt like I wanted, you know, I wanted to declare, and then days where I felt like I wanted to stay, and it was just it was just so so back and forth. Um, you know, it really came down to you know just one day. I woke up and I woke up one morning and. And I, I just knew that I, declaring was what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, my mom helped me quite, quite a bit, like she does with everything pretty much. Um, but, you know, she, she was there, helped me weigh the pros and cons of it. Um, but she, she, she was there, she was there uh, every step of the way, helped me. Um, but it, it really came down to just one morning I woke up and I think it was like two days before I declared, I just, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. What were your conversations like with Coach Ferentz and the staff? He he's always been pretty upfront with us in the past about leveling with guys who are, are weighing that decision. And if the feedback, the evaluation says go, he usually doesn't stand in your way. And I think anybody that saw you play this year kind of knew what that what that evaluation was going to say for you. Yeah, Co- Coach Ferentz was was a lot of help. You know, he, he like you said, he's real straightforward with us. Uh, me and my mom. Um, he, he there's there's one phrase he kept he kept saying. He said. Um, He'd tell me you've won the game. Like you, you you've gotten yourself um, to this point where where you you have the right to make a decision. You've earned, you've earned the right to make a decision. Um, you know he he gave us a lot of a lot of feedback on on you know what what some GMs and everything were saying and and um, but he was he was very helpful uh, in, in the in the process. I think me and my mom sat down with him two or three times, just you know trying trying to get as much information as we can to to make the right decision. Um, but yeah, he, he Coach Ferris was a, was a ton of help. I think uh, what a lot of people don't realize are just the improvements and the strides that you made this season. Did you feel that way as well? And what areas did you get better at the most uh, from your sophomore season? Um, I think I think I got better at, at finishing blocks. You know, staying staying with guys, not letting them not letting them um, 
you know, just, just shed me. So, you know, right off the bat, um, you know, that was a big area I was working on in, in, in spring ball. Um, but you know, just, just, just overall, you know, staying with guys, finishing blocks, that, that's something I really was really, you know, uh, working on, um, you know, in the off season spring ball going into this season. And talking to AJ before the draft, when you guys had the bowl press conference, he, he made a good point of saying, you know, I see these mock drafts. I see these people say where I'm going to go and, and guess where I'm going, but I'll wait and listen to the feedback from the advisory board in the NFL. Yeah. I'm sure you took the same approach. What did they tell you? What I mean, did they tell you, hey, you're going to be a high round pick? What's that? What's that evaluation like? What do you, what feedback do you get? Um. The feedback they give you, so like, like, like you said, you know, looking at all those mock drafts, like I'd have my buddies send them to me and everything. Like, oh, you're going, <laughs> you're going so and so to the to the to the Jets or, or so and so to the Chargers. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you you don't only take you know look at those so much, um, but then you know it was nice getting getting feedback from the NFL committee. So mine said, um, it said you can be picked as high as the first round, but the committee does not guarantee anything. Um, and I think they, I think Coach Ferris was telling us like the, those those responses we get from them are pretty broad. Um, you know, they'll tell you just, you know, as high as the first round, something like that. Um, but so that was, that was nice seeing that. I remember, I remember it was the night before, before the game, you know, we go to a different hotel out in San Diego. Um, I got, I got the email and I'm like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not going to look at it. Like I wanted to open it so bad, but I'm like, I'm going to wait, just wait until after the game. Um, but I opened it the next day and I sent it to my mom and it said, yeah, you can go as high as the first round. Um, and so that it it was weird. I thought it was going to sway me one way or the other, you know, just seeing that. But it was still, you know, after reading it, it was still, you know, fifty fifty almost. Tristan Wirfs with us here for a few minutes on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio, joining us on his twenty first birthday. Are you nervous about this process? Uh, give me one or two words that would describe how you're how you're feeling about the entire process as a whole. Hmm, I'd say. Definitely excited would be one would be one word, and then uh, I think I think you said it. I think nervous. I think I think they can go hand in hand, almost excited and nervous. You know, because it's, it's it's a new a new step in my in my life. You know, going somewhere going somewhere new, being by myself. You know, getting experience all these new things. Um, but then then like I said, going hand in hand, like that nervousness and excitement um, of being able to you know play play at the highest level with with you know with the best guys in the country. Um, it's it's going to be fun, you know. It's going to be a fun challenge. I want to go back to the beginning of the season where you had a ton of hype coming into the the year. There was a, a lot written about you. Your name was popping up in the top five, top ten in mock drafts, just like it is now. But at the beginning of the season, how difficult is it actually to block out all the noise and and get ready for for a year that's that's going to be really important for your future? Oh, it's it's tough, you know, because you get asked questions all the time. I remember, I remember when Big uh, when Big Ten Network came to one of our practices, and they said they kind of asked me the same thing, like, how is it trying to block out that noise and everything? And I told them, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get get ahead of myself. You know, there's there's all that stuff being written, but we haven't even played the season yet. You know, um, I, I don't want to feel like I'm I'm kind of like leaving my teammates hanging. Um, you know, because I, I I made a commitment to them. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put them on the back burner when I'm you know trying to you know, focus on the NFL or any of that. Like I want to give them my, my, my full attention and, and, and my, and all my effort. Um, and so I think, I think them, you know, my teammates was, was the biggest, was the biggest part, you know, that helped me, that helped me the most, you know, just trying to be ready every week for them um, and go out on the field and give it my all. Tristan, um, I know we've asked you this before, but the ability to go against the guy like AJ or Chauncey in practice, you and, you and, you know, um, Alaric, 
having that ability to do that in practice. Take us inside that. What you know, you guys have been working against each other for years now. What's it like, and and what paint a picture of what those battles are like going against you know another top player. You know, I think. I think it's a pretty special thing having that type of competition, you know, within your practice because um, it's it's something that you see maybe, you know, two or three times a year, but you're doing it every day of the week, you know. So you know we have, I think I think when we do one on ones during practice, you know, it, it's kind of like that, that's when you get the biggest feel for it almost because it's like you know, the defender, the AJ and Chauncey know what it is, you know, they know it's like it's a third and long situation, they know it's a pass, so they're you know they're giving us you know their best rush and everything. Um, so being able to being able to stop them sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like you said, they're battles. Like they win some, we win some. But it's just you know, it's cool because me and Chauncey definitely. We, to we, I went against him the majority of the time. Him being on the right side, mm-hmm. me, me being on the right side, him being it'd be their left. But um, you know, if he beat me, he'd tell me he'd be like, hey, this is what I saw with your hands, or you know, this is why I did this. And I, you know, if I if I kind of locked him down, it'd be like you know, I kind of saw you coming, you know. Uh, you put your hands up a little bit early and I could swipe them down or something like that. So it's just a lot of, a lot of feedback from each other and, and trying to help each other be, be the best we can. Coach Ferentz has been an offensive line guy the majority of his adult life. How often did he get involved in the offensive line this year? And you have to think that he probably appreciates what you bring to the field and, and your skill level. What type of discussions have you had about playing offensive line with him? Oh, Coach Ferentz was over with the O-line all the time. And, and when he wasn't, I think his eyes were over there because he'd be all the way across the field and all of a sudden he's yelling out your name, telling you to do something. And you're like, where's this coming? Like, where's he at? Where's it coming from? You know, and, he, and then you see him 55 yards away or something. But I think, you know, I think that's his passion and, and that's what that's what he likes doing. Um, and so the, I think it, I think it was last last summer, you know, um, I think it was Rob actually. He's like, what, what, what is Coach Ferentz, what is he on you about? It's always to get my hands up in my pass sets. Um, he was always on me about that, and, and it's something I still, you know, I'm still working on. Um, but you know, just 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 technique stuff and, and how how knowledgeable he is about about O line play. Um, but it's pretty cool, you know, having having him there and having him around the old, you know, the O line when we're doing our, our individual work and our, our drill work. Um, but yeah, he it, it's cool. You know, he can be all the way across the field and, and see something you're doing you're you're doing wrong. But um, yeah, he knows he knows quite a bit about about offensive line. We we talked to James Daniels. We asked him about your your initial time on campus when you first got there as a true freshman. He said, obviously, the strength is there. Your size is there. Uh, you improved greatly on technique from the beginning of that season to the end of that season. Is it sort of crazy to you to think from the time you stepped on campus at Iowa, how far you've come in that technique department? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like um, I was watching film with Coach Polisek. Or there's just a couple of clips on our, on our film of, from my freshman year and just watching myself and it's a, it just looks like it doesn't even feel like you know I'm watching myself you know because it's just you know I was still so young and everything, um, but just the just the development that that goes on here and 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 how far they can they can bring guys is is, is pretty pretty crazy and and you know still when I'm watching even of last year when I'm watching film like you know I see things I'm just like what was I thinking there you know, um, but it, it it it's crazy to think you know how how far um, you know, I've come and I've still got, I've still got, still have got such a long ways to go. Um, but yeah, watching, watching from, you know, like my first film from my first camp and everything, like I just look like a little kid almost. I remember when we had you on, on the station, uh, after you signed, you were at a wrestling tournament, I think on a Saturday morning and we yeah, had you I remember, on. I remember that we were at West <laughs> Delaware. But, um, I remember talking to you before you got to Iowa, Tristan, and, and you kind of felt like you might want to go out for track and, and stick with that because you were so good at it. 
And I heard recently Joey Woody on, on another radio station say that he thinks you could have been an All-American. At what point did you decide that you had to just focus on football? And do you think about what you could have done in track? Oh, I mean, I miss, I miss track every day. Like that was, I love, I love, I love throwing. Um, but I remember me and AJ Epinesa talked, you know, we talked a lot about it because, you know, he wanted to throw and I wanted to throw, but we, you know, we kind of felt like, you know, we got the scholarship to play football, to play football here. And we wanted to give all of our time um, to football. We didn't, you know, we want to feel like we were, um, you know, giving it just, you know, partial, partial um, effort and everything. Um, and I think it was like, we would have to try and work out a schedule during spring ball. And, and we didn't feel like we had, um, uh, I don't even know how to say it. like establish ourselves enough to, to be mm. missing time during our first spring ball to, to go throw. Um, so that's kind of when we made the decision that we're just going to just focus on football, but, but yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I, I miss track every day. That, that was, uh, it's so much, it's so much fun, you know, cause it's, it's, it's an individual sport, but there's still the team aspect of it. And then you get that instant feedback. Like when I'm throwing shot, you know, in, in, in meat or something, you know, you get, you, you throw it and they tell you how far it is. And then you're like, okay, well, that's not what I wanted. I come back the next throw, you know, see it, see how far it is. So there's that instant feedback and, and, and just the competitive nature of it is, is, is pretty fun. Well, you mentioned you're heading to Carver Hawkeye arena for the duel tonight against Ohio state. Do you, do you ever get the itch, the, the feeling that you wish you could still wrestle? Um, uh, yeah, yes and no, because wrestling's a whole other animal. That's that's something else. And I'd have to, if I were to wrestle, I'd have to get back down to two eighty five. And I think it might it might be a little bit harder to, to cut that weight than it was in high school. Um, but me and me and my roommate Kyler, we'll we'll wrestle around every, you know on breaks and stuff. Um, you know, because he was he was a, a a state place like a two or three time state place winner in high school. Um, he actually he's actually way better way better wrestler than me. Um, but I. If I could, it, probably if I could make the, if I could get down to weight, then I, I'd I'd like to still wrestle. But I think that, I think that ship has sailed. Tristan, when, with a lot of programs, a lot of players that that are making that jump from college to the NFL, th- this period right here, they have to go to training facilities in Florida and California and Nashville and all over the country. How much does it help to be able to stay right here and work out with Chris Doyle, a guy who knows a thing or two about uh, about getting players to the next level? you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. I think that was a big thing, you know, um, you know, that was a, for sure for me, you know, I wanted to stay here and train with coach Doyle, you know, like, um, how knowledgeable he is. And, and, and I, you know, I felt like, you know, he's gotten me, you know, he's gotten me this far, you know, you know, he's got me, he's got me this strong pretty much. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stick with him. Um, but, you know, being able to have coach Doyle around and, and, and continue to train with him is pretty, pretty special. Tristan, um, pre preview for us, if you will, what you see from Iowa's offensive line next year without you, obviously you're moving on and, and Levi and Landon are moving on, but a lot of guys coming back. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the O line is going to be just fine. You know, we got Kyler coming back. Cole Banworth's going to be, you know, getting healthy again. Um, going to have obviously Linderbaum at center still. Um, Alaric over at left tackle. We got a, um, I just saw we got a grad transfer from Indiana, Coy Cronk. Um, he's a big boy. Mark Kallenberger at tackle. Um, Jack Plum at tackle. Um, another guy, Cody Ince. Um, you know he he's a crazy athlete. Um, so I you know I think I think they're going to be just fine. Well, Tristan, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. I'm glad Rob remembers that segment here on on the <laughs> air as well. The day that you were at the wrestling meet, and here yeah. we are, full circle. We talked to you after signing day, and now we're talking with you before the NFL draft. Have fun and uh, happy birthday! And we look forward to. You don't strike me as the type of guy who's going to forget where you came from. Nope, not at all. All right, have fun, and we will talk with you down the road hopefully someday. 
Thank you. Sounds good. Tristan Worfs with us here on the Big Hour, brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Yeah, I remember what I was doing on my 21st birthday, and it wasn't yammering on the radio. <laughs> it's got to be interesting. You remember that? Do you remember when he was on with us? That was when we did the recruiting show. And I he do. Was like, you know, I can think I might be able to fit you guys in between a match. I think it was him, <laughs> Peyton Manzel, and was that the same year? There was one year where we had... We got ghosted. Sean, Sean Byer actually came in here. We got ghosted by somebody. And I can't, was it Alaric? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, things have worked out. We've had uh, pretty good success with those guys, but Tristan stands out to me because I do remember him taking the time at that wrestling meet that day. And there's, you get the sense you do this long enough, you're around these guys long enough, you kind of know when some of these guys are going to be something. And I think we kind of knew that about him, that just the, the build – and he was sort of ready-made, put him in the hands of Chris Doyle, and you, you knew he was going to be an impact player on that offensive line. Yeah, I remember. I mean, it, it's always fun to watch these guys develop and grow. And I remember after he was offered by Iowa, I took two of my kids. I think it was my youngest and then my, my son, Alex, and we went out to Mount Vernon High School to interview him. And I saw him, and I was like, God, yeah. this kid, this kid's yeah. only going into his junior year? And you understood right away, as you said, Todd, that frame. And then I went out the following season and watched him play a few times, you know, at whatever that was, 2 or 3A level in Iowa high school football, right. and he was just killing kids. Yeah, And you were like, all right, I get it. And it's, it's fun to watch a local kid from around here do what he's been able to do. I remember seeing him in the state championship game his junior, I think his junior year, and the the first thing that stood out, you can tell that he has he has a nasty streak and he's a tough guy, and you uh, from from where we, where we were sitting at the state championship game, you could tell he was big. He didn't know how big, and then I saw him that next. I was I was at the the Marriott while they were staying there prior to or during training camp. I saw him his freshman year. Up close for the first time, I'm like, whoa, first-round draft pick. It j- just the frame, the toughness combination itself was going to carry him to great heights. But to give him all the credit in the world, his development from the first time he stepped on campus where James Daniels was telling us he was choke slamming guys, he was grabbing them around the, the back and holding everyone that he was, he was going against. And you heard him say it there, he didn't even recognize the player that he was right away because he didn't know there's a lot to learn and to the point where he's at right now he's he's gotten better every step of the way and there is still so much untapped potential with him hello to all the nfl personnel who are listening to this segment on the podcast at (laughs) kgymradio.com because that's part of this as well you know that they're doing their due diligence listening to every time and that's the thing i how I would feel in in his shoes, knowing that between now and the draft, everything he does is going to be scrutinized. And I can't imagine having my entire life, uh, even a couple months of it, spent living under the microscope, but that's what a first-round draft pick goes through. Not so fun fact for you, Alex, but... I spent my 21st birthday, part of it anyway, with Rob. Really? In the press box at <laughs> Dwayne Banks Field in Iowa. Before gotcha. it was Dwayne Banks Field, it was just... Iowa field, but I was a miserable, I, I want to say Western Illinois, back when Iowa was not very good at baseball. It was a very long day. You had the future in-laws in, yep. in town because you were getting ready for I your wedding, and I had my 21st birthday and 
pitchers at One-Eyed Jakes on my mind that night. I wanted a fast game, and none of those Iowa baseball <laughs> games were fast back in the day. 319-366-1600 is the text line. You can use it to reach out to us. Brought to you by First Federal Credit Union. You can get $200 for opening a brand-new checking account at First Federal. Details at firstfedcu.com slash kgym. We will take a quick timeout when we come back. We'll get to a big board, and then we'll talk a little Big Ten hoops with Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com as the big hour brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement continues on KGYM after this. Making your home more energy efficient doesn't have to require major changes. Little things can make a big difference, like shade. Open up and let the sun in to help heat the house when it's cool and close those shades on hot days to keep the sun at bay. Unplug for a while. Lots of electronic devices like TVs, game systems, and chargers use power even when they're off. So plug into an advanced power strip that shuts off power to devices that aren't being used. Be bright. Replace incandescent lighting with Energy Star certified LEDs. They use 70 to 90% less energy and last a lot longer. Automate. Install a programmable thermostat that adjusts the temperature while you sleep or you're out of the house to save energy and money. And if you want to know about how you're using energy in your home, download the Smart Hub app to monitor what you're using daily and how it's trending over time. Energy saving that's easier. It's just another one of the nifty benefits of membership with Lynn County Rural Electric Cooperative. Hey guys, it's time to get things in shape for winter at Vernon Village True Value. Yeah, Jim, 18-gallon Sterilite totes are just $5.99 each. Select filtered allergen defense furnace filters just $9.99 each. And Honeywell Cool Mist Humidifiers only $49.99. Right, Hal? And Master Mechanic Booster Cables are just $9.99 at Vernon Village True Value, too. Want their ad delivered to your phone? Yeah! Just text Vernon Village to 71441. Vernon Village True Value, 3501 Mount Vernon Road, Southeast, Cedar Rapids. Welcome back, Hawkeyes. Iowa Book's goal this week is to make your shopping easy. Iowa Book has added extra staff, extra cash registers, and is open extra hours. Save money by choosing less expensive used or rental textbooks. Iowa Book also has all your necessary school supplies and Hawkeye gear. Iowa Book is open this Monday through Friday, 9 till 8. Downtown Iowa City, across from the old capital since 1920. Iowa Book, a one-of-a-kind bookstore. At Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries, you'll find more than just comfortable furniture. You'll discover a no-pressure shopping experience, thousands of options, and free design services. We call it Comfort Redesigned. It's the Super Weekend Sale. Friday through Monday, save 30% on everything, plus special financing available. And get guaranteed local delivery on in-stock items in time for the big game. Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Live life comfortably. Minimum monthly payments with approved credit. Order by 12620. See store for details. One player can't beat an entire field. That's not how the game is played. To win, you need the support, backup, and protection of a team. So when you're ready to make your way in the world, join the team at Smart 263. Their apprenticeship program gives you outstanding training, real support, and a smart game plan for a great paying career. And you earn while you learn. Get details on their apprenticeship program at smart263.org. Sheet Metal Workers 263, helping you win at the game of life. Welcome back in Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio, KGYM, 1600 AM, 1023, 106.3 FM, online at KGYM Poll question for you today at the website, which sport has the best all-star game format? We've got two of them 
on tap this weekend, the NFL's Pro Bowl and the NHL All-Star Game in St. Louis. Major League Baseball and the NBA, obviously, your other two choices. Poll question brought to you by Emil's Hideaway on First Avenue Southeast behind Taco John's next to the Home Depot. We will be convening at Emil's on Tuesday so I can pay off my lunch debt for, from the pick six. It's not been a good run of picks for me, and I'm riding with Wisconsin tonight, hoping they can at least keep it within three points in West Lafayette. We shall see, but I could be 0-3 before the night is even over. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com with us, and before we continue our Hawkeye discussion here inside the big hour, we knock out a big board update with Alex Kuhn. The Iowa women defeated Ohio State last night 77-68 to for their seventh consecutive victory. Kathleen Doyle had 26 points, Mackenzie Meyer scored 13 of Iowa's final 17 points, and Lisa Bluter picked up her 200th career Big Ten victory. She's only the second coach to reach that milestone. The other also coached in Iowa City at one point. Current Rutgers coach C. Vivian Stringer happens to be the other. The Iowa wrestling team gets set for a duel tonight against number uh, number four Ohio State, as that will get underway later this evening. The UNI women are looking for their third consecutive victory, but it won't be e- won't be an easy task. They're taking on Bradley in Peoria tonight. The Braves have not lost at home this season, nor have they lost a conference game yet. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. The Iowa State men have a tough task of their own tomorrow morning as they play in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. The Cyclones are on the road set to take on Bruce Pearl and 16th-ranked Auburn. It will be an 11 a.m. tip-off, and we will pick up coverage on the Cyclone Radio Network uh, of the Cyclone Radio Network call on 1600 a.m. with a pregame show beginning at 10 a.m. The Cedar Rapids Rough Riders have a home-and-home home this weekend against the Chicago Steel. First game will be a 7.05 p.m. puck drop tomorrow night. The second will be a 3.05 p.m. start on Sunday in Chicago. And then high school basketball, we're coming up on a doubleheader in just about a half hour from uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy as Jefferson uh, travels to Cedar Rapids Kennedy. That will be on 1600 a.m. and 102.3 f.m. And on 107.5 FM and 106.3 FM at 7:20, a boys matchup as Mount Vernon travels to Solon. Thomas is going to his first hockey game tomorrow night at the Ice Arena. We're looking forward to it. He's easily entertained. Plus, we told him there's a mascot there <laughs> that looks like a horse, so he's kind of into horses right now because of Bullseye from Toy Story. Let's hope he falls in love with the sport because it's a it's a fun one. It's, it can keep a kid's attention for a while. He's When he was really young, he watched it on TV more than any other sport just because it was fast-paced and there was a ton of action. 319-366-1600. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com with us here in the KGYM studios. Uh, Alex and I were much to the consternation of our resident wrestling fan in the 4 o'clock hour discussing Big Ten basketball earlier tonight. The Hawkeyes are off until Monday when they play Wisconsin. Uh, got a little help yesterday as far as the the standings are concerned, but let's go back to the game Wednesday night against Rutgers because you you knew that one wasn't going to come easy. I think you, uh, Alex, and I all had a decent amount of respect for Rutgers at the beginning of the season and then especially going into that game, and yet Iowa just still finds a way to get it done, a third straight home victory over a top 25 team. Yeah, this team has an incredible knack for dealing with adversity, and that's just something I don't think you can teach. And then in conjunction with that, 
We talk about it. It's cliche in sports, but chemistry, they have that too. And that's also something that can't be taught. It just seems like they're on the same page on both ends of the floor. And we saw that in the Rutgers game where Iowa's got a pretty comfortable lead. Rutgers and goes into an offensive drought. Rutgers comes back, takes the lead on Harper's two free throws. Iowa comes down the ne- on the next possession. Wieskamp finds Frederick for, you know, on a nice curl move. And then Wieskamp comes down on the next possession and hits the three. And away they go. And it's just, it seems like every game when they need to make a play, they, they find a way to make that play. From, from your, where you sit, Rob, is it, is this the first team under Fran McCaffrey where you feel like they're going to make that play on a consistent basis? Where down the stretch, you just, I, I don't know about you, but the, the, that when, when even when Rutgers took the lead the other night, I think there were four minutes remaining in the Michigan game and it was tied. Michigan had just making a run. It just always feels like this team has an answer. It's interesting you bring that up because going back to that Michigan game and talking to Ryan Creener after that game, we asked him. We were like, you know, Michigan makes the run and goes up on you guys. And he said they went to, I think it was the under eight timeout, went to the bench, and they all looked at each other and just said, it's time for our run. It's time right. to make this. They just have, an, a, 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 I think, just a natural amount of confidence and in each game that they keep doing this, that confidence just grows and grows and grows. It feels like a team that feels they're going to win every night. That that who, no matter who they're playing, they're going to win. And that's that, like you said, that's not something that you can teach. That's something that you have or you don't. Let's go back to the name that you just mentioned, Rob Ryan Creener. He yeah. seems to have been overshadowed by a number of his teammates this year. The emergence of Luca Garza. But it's hard to ignore the development that we've seen from his game this season. He's a big part of what Iowa's been able to do so far this this year. Without question. I think three games in a row he scored in double figures. And the thing that I think is really um, admirable, admirable about what Ryan's able to do is he's ready to go whenever he's in the game. If he's got a start, he's ready to go. But the last few games, he comes in off the bench, boom, bucket right away, and kind of gets people going and you need that. I mean, he's the lone senior on this team with with Jabo now sidelined. And, you know, a guy can step out and hit a three. He's good around the rim. He's a tough guy. Um, you know, he's he's a really nice compliment to Garza. I've we've talked about in the past one of the big criticisms, and I've mentioned this plenty of times, but the one of the biggest criticisms of Fran in the past, he's played too many guys and it doesn't mm-hmm. allow guys to get into a rhythm. You look at Ryan Creener this year, Rob, and I, you look at his game log last year, 18 minutes, then 9 minutes, then 18 minutes, yeah. then 4 minutes, then 20 minutes. How much do you think that him knowing exactly what's asked of him and knowing he's going to have to play 20, 25 minutes a night is kind of helping him get into a, the flow of the game? I think it helps everybody. I think the point you made where the the rotation has has shrunk because of necessity right these guys know they can make a mistake and they can play through it and and that's really um as a player that helps you shake off those bad plays because you know you have to be there to make the next play and your um your teammates are counting on you your coaches are counting on you and the other night I thought one of the biggest plays, and I think is kind of an illustration of what this team is about, was Luca Garza taking that charge. When you have a guy 
as good as he is, doing making a play like that, that kind of show, and that and Toussaint grabbing seven rebounds the other night, you think to yourself, this little guy's going in there and getting seven boards. That and also on on top of that, these last two games, we've we've mentioned the runs that that Michigan and Rutgers have have made. Think about how Iowa came back from those six point deficits. What started those? A Luca Garza three. Yeah, a Luca Garza reverse pivot, eighteen foot jump shot. Now I, I asked Mac McCausland about this, but how demoralizing is that to another team where they get a six point lead? They've successfully gotten Luca Garza off the block, which is exactly what they wanted to do, and then he just does that to you. It's interesting because I do a podcast with former Hawkeye Greg Bruner, and we recorded one last night, and I and I asked him that same question. I was like, you know, you, you're a guy that liked to bang in the post. If you're banging in the post and you're you you know the guy's beating you there, and then he takes you out and hits a three in your face, and he stopped me before I could even finish. He said, it just takes the confidence right out of you. And he said he noticed the other night, is it uh, Miles Johnson? Yes. The, the big guy for Rutgers? Brew was watching him on TV, and he said, you could tell the kid was like almost, he didn't throw his hands up, but he was looking at him and going, what What can I do? What What am I going to do here against this guy when he bangs me inside and then takes me out for three? I gotta, I'll give Rutgers credit. I didn't think that they would be able to keep up with Iowa. I didn't think they were going to be able to keep up the pace he's a good coach man. he is is. and he said after the game he kind of took umbrage with the question about the pace and said we can play up tempo a little bit too but the statistics underscored the fact that Rutgers succeeds when they keep the score low Iowa pushed the pace Rutgers was right there with them and that was hard not to watch that game Wednesday night and view it through the prism of two teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament this year. That was like a, a preview of what could come in the in the conference tournament and then two teams that are going to be hopefully in the field in March. And he's got a young team, too. He Three does. sophomores, right, right, in the starting yeah. lineup, which, Maybe again, four. he mentioned mentioned <laughs> on Wednesday night. I We've been talking about college basketball. We talked about it in the first half hour, and people got upset with me. But I, I will say this. You look at what Steve Peichel has done at Rutgers. I think that some of the great young coaches that you're looking at, Steve Peichel, Chris Beard at Texas Tech, um, look at what's been done at Virginia and what John Beeline did uh, at, at Michigan. What do all those have in common? They realized that they were going to have to build their program on defense first. I'll give you another guy. Brad Underwood at Brad Illinois. Brad Underwood at Illinois. Defense first and the offense will come along, and yep. that's exactly what's happened. And Illinois, uh, Illinois and Rutgers, a lot of parallels there. Right. Young teams that play really good defense. We will get to see Kofi Coburn next Sunday at Carver Hawkeye Arena. That this is going to be a wild matchup. It's a really fascinating week ahead for Iowa basketball. They've got three games next week: Monday at home against Wisconsin, Thursday at Maryland, and then Sunday against the Fighting Illini. So two of the three games at home, but and a the tough, other one a trip halfway across the country, halfway across <laughs> the, the country the to a team that is. Very upset about yes. the way that things played out in Iowa City when they got embarrassed by the Hawkeyes. That's a that's a three game stretch right there that could really define how things are going to finish up for the Hawkeyes, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. And and we saw this week a not a huge turn, but some more teams are winning on the road than had been happening. We saw Minnesota beat Ohio State, big win for the Gophers. 
Um, Penn State won at Michigan this week. Uh, what other ones am I missing? Well, Maryland won at Northwestern. Yeah. Northwestern had them on the ropes for a while, though. That was a yeah. close game, and then Maryland wound up, they covered the spread down the stretch. I think they won by 12, but it then, was a tight, a much tighter game than Mark Turgeon probably wanted it to be. And then you had Illinois win at Purdue. So we're starting to see some teams start to win on the road, and that's what's going to separate that's what's going to separate this this met. Is it a met? No, I, I, just a cluster in this Big Ten right now. I don't know what it is. I, I really don't. I I think there are a lot of really good teams. There's no great team. Who's and the that's, best team? That, that's I had asked that question. Who? I said this. I asked, he asked. He asked me if I could name a team in the Big Ten that was better than Iowa right clearly now. Clearly better. Clearly than better than, than Iowa. Than I said Iowa. you can't. But can you name a team that's clearly what, – what teams are clearly worse than Iowa? That's, well, that's another it. great question. Northwestern, uh, Northwestern Nebraska, Nebraska. And that's about Minnesota, it. Minnesota, but Pike they're playing Iowa, better. Iowa has to play at Minnesota They do still. have to play at Minnesota. Peichel said on Wednesday he was talking about 12 teams in the Big Ten. There are 14. He was conveniently <laughs> leaving those two out. But other, his point was, other than those two that are at the bottom, and Nebraska's – bitten some people yeah i mean that's and you can't sleep plays, on anybody in this league the one plays are really important that's why that win against rutgers was really important because it's a one play and yeah. monday against wisconsin is a one play you don't want any part of that team in piscataway no. and i'm not Mm-mm. sure they want any part of that team in the big 10 tournament they got it's not too often that you can look at a schedule and say you get lucky playing rutgers one time a year they got lucky this year. Getting one of those top four spots and getting that double bye, oh, this year is as, it's going to be as important as any year in the past to be able to wait till Friday before you play. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com with us inside the KGYM studios. The big hour on the Todd Bromwell Camp Show with Alex Kuhn every Friday brought to you by Steve Anderson and his crew at Hawkeye Title and Settlement now celebrating the start of 16 years in business, the Hawkeyes, as we mentioned, are off this weekend. The men play Monday, but Lisa Bluter and the Iowa women have a big one on Sunday against Michigan State. Over 10,000 tickets sold. Megan Gustafson back in town. Her and Michelle Edwards, the only two Iowa players to have their uniform numbers retired. And uh, Hawkeyes were working on a seven-game winning streak in the Big Ten. What, 31 games in a row at Carver-Hawkeye Arena? Pretty incredible what Lisa Bluter and her staff have done this season, coming off an Elite Eight appearance where a lot of people were saying Megan Gustafson carried that team to the Elite Eight next year. They're going to struggle to replace her this season. I don't want to say they haven't missed a beat, but here they are playing very good basketball again. A lot of parallels, though, aren't there, between the men's and women's team? You think about the men's team that lost Bear, Moss, Cook, and... Um, the women lose, and I'm not going to compare Cook to Gustafson. She's she was a player of the year, and then uh, Gustafson, Tania Davis, Stewart, Hannah Stewart. So, and, and both teams have, have faced adversity. You look about, you know, last night Iowa was struggling against Ohio State, fell behind in that game, and then still found a way to come back and win. A lot of toughness. Going on in Carver Hawkeye. If you add the wrestling, I'll throw the wrestling team in there to get people off Todd's back. No, <laughs> just it's one person, and I ain't losing any sleep over it. Trust me. Uh, both teams have what I what I called a, a player that sort of is is the heart and soul of that team yeah. too. That that uh, somebody that enjoys playing, somebody that has a little bit of a swagger and shows their emotion on the court. Yep. Luca Garza 
and and uh, Kathleen Doyle, who we chatted with. There's a there are a lot of parallels there. Those two right really, down to the flexing, right down to the flexing, and the blowing of the kisses. Uh, Iowa playing with a lot of a lot of swagger across all sports right now. Men's and women's basketball and wrestling. The Hawkeyes are getting ready to take the mat against Ohio State at Carver Hawkeye Arena tonight, as has been pointed out by. One listener in particular, 8.07 is the match time tonight at Carver Hawkeye. Some tickets still remaining for that, and I will start paying a lot more attention to wrestling next weekend when Penn State comes to town because that, to me, is a much different animal. you got one and two, and it's going to be the ultimate test of where the Hawkeyes are at right now, although, as Tom Brands would tell you, it doesn't matter where they're at right now. It matters where they're at. (laughs) come postseason time. Let's uh, take our final break here, 545. When we come back, we will continue our discussion with Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com. Get his thoughts on Iowa's graduate transfer pickup this week in football. Back with more after this. You work hard, and you deserve to get the most for your money, like health insurance coverage with the largest, most accessible networks, so you can choose where you want to go for care like having multiple plans so you can choose the coverage that works best for you. Mostly, you deserve to have the health insurance expertise Iowans have been trusting for over 80 years. Wellmark Blue Cross and Blue Shield. To find the small business or individual plan that's right for you, talk to your local agent about Wellmark today. Get started at wellmark.com. Live sports and great smart rock go hand in hand. Take KGYM and Smart FM everywhere you go with the free KGYM app and the free Smart FM app. Sports and your favorite music on your mobile device with a touch of a button. For the home game or the road trip, get the KGYM app and Smart FM app for free today from your app store or KGYMradio.com and SmartRockin.com. Get ready for the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes, the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change during Super Bowl 54 pays out $50,000. That's right, touchdowns, field goals, safeties, even extra points. We'll draw one lucky winner from the corresponding square to win $50,000. It could be you! Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter now at Rocket Mortgage squares.com then tune in february 2nd to see if you win rocket mortgage official mortgage sponsor of super bowl 54 no purchase necessary 18 years or older except alabama nebraska and mississippi ends january 30th licensed all 50 states and mls number 3030 the nfl is not sponsored promotion in any way to call yourself an explorer, you should possess a few essential qualities, like a yearning for adventure and back massages from available multi-contour front seats with five active motion massage themes and an available 980-watt 14-speaker B&O sound system by Bang & Olufsen and an available heated leather-wrapped steering wheel with paddle shifters. The 2020 Ford Explorer, completely redesigned and more comfortable than ever. It's the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. 
It's a new year, and you want to keep growing your team, but you need the right tools to help keep your hiring streamlined and efficient. That's where ZipRecruiter.com slash Spain comes in. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Spain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-A-I-N. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 547, we welcome you back in. It is the Todd Brummelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn with you on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio. All week long here on the program, we've been giving you an opportunity to take home a one-hour session inside the Top Golf Swing Suite located on the second floor of Graduate Iowa City. We've got one left, and Buttons wants to give it to you right now. All you need to do is be caller number 6 to 319 Three six six sixteen hundred, and you and some of your best friends or whoever wants to go with you, you don't have to be picky, will celebrate in style and enjoy an hour inside one of the semi-private Top Golf swing suites inside Graduate Iowa City in downtown Iowa City. Again, caller number 6, 319-366-1600. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com with us for just a few more minutes before we turn folks over to high school basketball this evening. I have a question for you. So Alex texted me um, this afternoon saying that Buttons can let me in the building. Mm -hmm. And he included Buttons' phone number. Mm -hmm. So I put it in my phone as Buttons. Mm -hmm. But then I thought, this guy probably has a real name. Nope, he's buttons. buttons. Okay, so leave it in my phone as Buttons because yes. I introduced. I did find out his name when I got in. Yeah, here. nope, he's <laughs> Buttons. All right, so I'll leave it in my phone as Buttons. Okay, we've solved that mystery. <laughs> uh, we've got just a couple more minutes here before we need to cede the dance floor to high school basketball this evening. But we did have some football news earlier this week. Coy Cronk, the former Indiana offensive lineman entering school at the University of Iowa, graduate transfer. He's not Tristan Wirfs. He doesn't need to be Tristan Wirfs, but he's going to provide a much-needed piece on that offensive line. Kid has started a ton of games in his football career at Indiana. 40 games at left tackle. So, As a true freshman, he started left tackle. Right. It's hard to do in the Big Ten. And he played four games this year, got hurt. Pretty gruesome ankle injury. Um, and then redshirted this year because he had to sit out. So I'm wondering to see, I want to see how he recovers from that, you know, how much he can get in, because it would be important for him in the spring to be able to get out there and get, you know, develop some chemistry and continuity with the other offensive linemen. But I think it's just, you add somebody with experience like that, if you have, you know, if if it turns out that you play him at guard and move Kallenberger out to right tackle, um, you know, we asked Tristan, you know, he, he mentioned some guys like Cody Entz and Justin Britt and... Cole Banwart coming back. I'm really interested to see what the competition's going to be like on that off- offensive line. And adding in a veteran player like this is just really a, a really nice bonus. It seems like the spots are somewhat taken with with the way that Callen, uh, Kallenberger has, has emerged. And you mentioned the, the addition of Kronk. But some of those names, it's just more competition. Can one of those guys wow the coaching staff in the spring or wow them in the fall and, and take away one of those spots because right now it looks like it could be a strength. That starting five could be a strength of this team. And if you look at, I, I think you could say you could write in Penn, Linderbaum, and Lark Jackson yes. at center and left tackle. 
You can probably, I don't know if you go pen or pencil with Kyler's shot. It's it's probably pretty close to pen. I'll say pen. And then you've got the other two spots and who fills those spots. And there's, what do we name, five different guys that could fill those two spots. So, And then you have to account for injuries. They obviously got banged up pretty good this year on the offensive line. So if you can develop some depth, all the better. I'm, I'm more interested to see what they do on the defensive line. To be honest with you, I think that's really there are a lot more questions on the defensive line for me than the offensive line right now. So we had Tristan Wirfs tonight. We are working. You are working on AJ Epinesa, hard guy to get a hold of for next week. But we are optimistic that perhaps we can get him on the air with us, and that would finish off the Hawkeyes who have left school early. Not unusual to see these guys kind of go off the grid a little bit, but. I think all these guys are training in Iowa City, didn't they all? I know the three that we've had on all said they were training here, correct? Yeah, and I th- I think Gino was in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. I think he was Did in Did he Florida. say he was going to come back, though? I can't remember. I'd have to go back and live. My memory stinks. I don't know why you would want to train with anybody other than Chris Doyle. It's sort of the point where you get the training and then there's a lot of other things that they they have massage therapists they they, some of these some of these one of those exactly well apparently those that's like the worst part of your day if you're training for the nfl Mm. because they find the they find the the kinks in you but it's it's a great place to train in iowa city but there are plenty of other uh, other places to train as well with a lot of uh, a lot of technology and a lot of money at their disposal well, Rob, as always, we appreciate you making the sojourn to join us here in the KGYM studios. Whether or not we've got AJ with us next week, we know we'll have a solid hour of content with you. And again, thank you to our sponsor for the big hour, Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. As we mentioned, starting 16 years in business at Hawkeye Title and Settlement. That'll do it for local programming this week. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back with you on Monday at 4 o'clock. Guys. Waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, 